It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds. It's Monday, the 21st of November 2022. This is for professional investors only, never ever investment advice. The World Cup started yesterday, it's England this afternoon, uh, but it means it's time for the race between Paul the Octopus and Goldman Sachs to predict the winner of the World Cup. I did look up Paul the Octopus's predictions for this year uh, to find that he actually died in 2010, but his record was strong whilst he was alive. He called four out of six of the Germany games correctly in Euro 2008 and all seven in the 2010 World Cup. So overall, um, his record was 12 out of 14 correct results. Uh, He also picked Spain to win the 2010 World Cup final. Goldman Sachs, well, uh, somewhat less successful, unfortunately. Uh, 2014, for example, they predicted a 2-1 victory for Brazil against Germany. And as you remember, that game was 7-1 to Germany. Uh, Chief economist Jan Hatzius said that football's, quote, inherent randomness was to blame. And that's perhaps the reason why I can't find their predictions for this World Cup in my inbox or online. Uh, so perhaps they've retired from this game. Uh, I'll keep my eye out. I'll let you know if they do end up predicting anything this time round. Big story in bonds. The World Cup of bonds is really around credit and credit is winning at the moment. It was another big week of issuance, which normally uh, means that... Um, Spreads don't tighten as much as they could do, but you know it's been another huge week. Uh, tens of billions of new bonds issued by corporates, and increased demand. JP Morgan have an estimate of the kind of relationship between the size of the deal being offered and the amount of demand for it, or the cover, or the subscription levels. And this week, or rather the week just ended, for every new issue there was 3.4 times as much demand compared to 2.4 times. A week earlier and that's been reflected in falling new issue premia. The new issue premia is the, the difference in yield between a company's existing bonds out there. Remember most companies will have um, many bonds um, in, in their name issued out there in various currencies, various yield curves, uh, short maturity, medium maturity, long, different types of bonds. But on average, you can uh, you know normally compare the new bond being issued with an existing bond out there issued by the company. And the new issue premium is the extra yield you get by um, helping the company out, uh, uh, taking part in a, a, a big um event a big capital event you know you require some extra yield to get you to commit some new capital um so if you went back two weeks ago that new new issue premium was about 30 basis points so you get paid 0.3 percent more yield for buying the new thing compared to the old thing uh, a week ago that formed to 24 basis points and last week it fell again dramatically to 13 basis points And I think a lot of credit fund managers almost regard this as free money. Um, And I think many fixed income investment strategies uh, successfully do little more than harvest uh, new issue premia. So, I mean, it shows the importance of getting good allocations to, to many accounts. So as that cover goes up, allocations will be falling and it becomes, you know, at the same time as new issue premia are falling. So it, it may make new deals look a bit less attractive from here on in. But let's have a look at what it's done for price moves across the market. And we'll start with looking at the, the CDX market. These are indices of credit default swaps. Um, they're different from physical cash bond indices, and we'll talk about that uh, a bit later maybe. But these are made up of 
uh, five-year CDS indices for individual companies. So bringing everything on a kind of like-for-like basis within that index, but not across uh, geographies, and we'll, we'll touch on that later. But if we look at US CDX of, of high yield, this is a basket of high yield names in uh, US dollar terms. Uh, in September, that was trading at 600 basis points or more. It's now trading at 481 basis points. In euros, it was 650 basis points in September, much wider than the US. That's fallen to 474. So it's moved from wider to tighter, uh, i.e. there's more demand or, or less risk priced into the European market from a lot more risk. Um, suggesting there's less eurozone fear out there at the moment, maybe some... Um, you know, the progress that the Ukrainians have made in the war against Russia, a cooling, perhaps talk of peace treaties and so forth. Um, maybe it's the warm weather that Europe's been experiencing and the fact that that means that the, the gas shortages will be lower over, over the winter potentially than now than the fears had been. Um, when we think about sub-financials, these are subordinated bank bonds, higher risk bank bonds. Their CDS index has fallen from 290 to 182, and the main investment grade credit default swap indices have fallen from, let's say, 135 to 94, with the US tighter there at 81 still. So remember, uh, the geographical differences are not just about different expectations for economic outlooks or defaults in, the, in different zones. But it may also be about composition. You know, there may be more utilities in the European index. There may be more oil companies in the US index, and that means that making a direct like-for-like comparison is is a, a little bit difficult. But generally, the directions um, and and um, magnitude of spreads are relatively similar. So that's the good news. We've seen a big rally in, in credit of late. I guess the, the bearish story comes from Deutsche Bank today. They put out their 2023 credit outlook. Um, if you remember, Jim Reed and his team there are pretty bearish. Um, they are forecasting um, a severe 2023 recession around the world. And as a result of that, they're already bearish spread forecasts. They're pretty bearish on credit for a while. Um, are wider than they have been. So these numbers are on cash bonds. So these are indices made up of the actual bonds that have been issued by companies out there compared with the, you know, the differences that that's uh, actual bonds. They may be of very different maturities. The, the, the durations of these indices may be different. So for instance, the UK government bond index is way, way longer than uh, the German government bond index in terms of duration. If you looked at the credit default swap on the UK and Germany, they would be like for like, they'd both be five years. So be careful about making comparisons. But in this case, um, you know, the headline story is again the same wherever you look. So they're expecting, uh, DB are expecting a 53 basis point widening in European investment grade to 254 basis points dollar investment grade 100 basis point widening to 235 and then you get into high yield where you see a 400 410 basis point widening for both euros and uh, dollar high yield to 930 and 860 respectively and if the total returns implied by that widening um, are uh, you know losses of three to four percent for high yield in 2023 now 
they do say at Deutsche Bank that default rates aren't going to shoot up and they will be limited to some extent. You know, people often worry about um, a maturity wall uh, where the whole corporate bond market or the whole high yield market or emerging markets uh, need to borrow in markets simultaneously because they've all borrowed historically at the same time, either when yields look attractive or when needs are, are the same. And there's a high correlation with that. And that means that all the bonds mature with a high correlation. The good news is that that maturity wall isn't 2023. Companies did a good job of borrowing for a long time. But they do say that the most important factor in whether default rates go up isn't um, refinancing risk. Uh, worth two and a well about two times higher uh, in terms of importance than that maturity wall is the amount of leverage and that has gone up and that means that we are likely to say in their opinion uh, US default rates go up to four and a half percent European default rates go up to 2.2 percent and then in 2024 in high yield you're going to see a huge rise a, a doubling from that level in US uh, high yield default rates to 9% and pretty much doubling in Europe too, to 4.3%. And they'd point out that in the loan market, these are private assets generally, um, behave similarly to high yield historically, but recently have been um, experiencing worse outcomes in many in many ways. And you can, um, Deutsche Bank say that the default sale will be even higher. And we've seen weakening covenants in the loan market weakening composition of those indices as well in terms of credit worthiness going to end today you know the final piece of news out overnight was really about the uk and the dreaded brexit word stories in the papers um, that the uk was looking at a kind of swiss access to the european union um, the kind of relationship that switzerland has um, that's been denied by number 10 this morning but I still think the most likely outcome for the UK is a kind of crawling back into the European Union by the back door. I think it would be very difficult to, for anyone to uh, say we're going to have the European Union flag flying over um, London uh, uh, again. But so that means it wouldn't be, wouldn't be the, bad, the worst idea. But nevertheless, the, the outcome that's most likely will be some sort of thing that gives all the benefits of European Union membership um, but doesn't confer full membership and that will be more costly it will mean we don't have a seat at the table but something like EFTA or Swiss access is the most likely. I guess the, the, the pushback from that from people like European Research Group and uh, right-wing conservatives will be that A, we'll have to start paying lots of money back into the EU budget and uh, didn't put that on the side of a bus did they and also that if, if uh, Brexit was motivated by a desire to reduce immigration from within Europe, then generally these things like EFTA and Switzerland do require free movement of, of human beings as well as of capital and goods. So, uh, you know, we're not near this point yet, but probably the most likely outcome. Have good weeks. Bye.